Great to have you listening and great to have Phil Buzz Rothfield joining us. You're meant to be alongside us, Phil. As I understand it, you've been a little unwell. Are you feeling any better? Oh, mate, uh, I've got a dusty voice at the best of times, as you guys know, but uh, just a bit of a head cold, sore throat. But, you okay, uh, Phil? Yeah, I'm okay. I'll tell you what, I was Put your little Jimmy by... Jams on last night, keep warm. No, no, yeah, I did, and I watched a bit of cricket when it finally came on. But, dog, and Ben, I was fascinated by the Ricky Stewart interview, and particularly at the end, Bulldog, when you described what a nice bloke he was socially. Now, the reason I'm saying that is I remember being at a lunch with you and Ricky at a restaurant called Somersault many years ago when he was coaching Cronulla. I remember it. And he took the sunglasses off your head <laughs> and crushed them with his hand. Yeah, I remember it well. And yeah. he, he promised and that he would replace nice them. Lady. He promised a replacement and I'm still waiting. Yeah. He can be very careful well, with his money, Ricky. Hey, Ben, you know what you should have done that interview, and if I'd been in there, if I wasn't cruel, I would have said, Ricky, congratulations. This is the first year I can remember you have not been fined by the NRL <laughs> for his press conference madness. That's what I wanted to throw at him. You know I had a bet last year with him. I said, Ricky, I'll bet you 100 bucks that you get fined again. Not only did he get fined, he got suspended. There is not... No, there's... The stuff that happened last year with the Pender players was a bit out of hand, but there's not a better press conference in Australian sport from anyone. There's not a better vision at the footy than Ricky on the sideline and Fox and Nine honing in on the, the passion, motion. Anyway. You can, never question, you can never question his passion, can you? And, and I do feel, while there have been a few aberrations and the blood may boil on the odd occasion, there have been a couple of uh, systematic distractions thrown out there by him over the years to maybe detract from a below-par performance by his players. He's very good at understanding the media and working the media, and, and sometimes he's maybe unfairly taken the headlines to, to take the pressure off his players. Do you agree with that, Bulldog? Yeah, Ricky's a very smart bloke. He knows what a headline is. He knows exactly what buttons to press. He knows if he wants to get a message out there, how to go about doing it. He's got some good connections in the media. But that's just being smart. Mm. That's just being a smart operator at your job. And, Buzz, you've known Ricky a long time. You know yes. that he's the best at getting messages out there if he wants to. He is. And, look, press conferences and messages and media aside, what he's done with this Canberra Raiders side, they were dead set gone after four or five weeks this year. They were playing horrible, and the Jack Whiten thing looked like it could split the club, but how he's pulled this football side together, they look like they're a huge top four chance. 2019, was it? They made the grand final. That controversial call went against them. I'm not saying they're going to make it this year, but they're going to be banging on the door at the business end of the year. Buzz, in your column today, what's the buzz in the Sunday Telegraph? You write about the NRL about to face its toughest television's ratings ratings battle of the year. Just explain that. Well, it's quite extraordinary, Bulldog. And look, I must say, and I must give the NRL a wrap to start. Their, their ratings have been very, very good this year and the footy's been great up until Origin got in the way like it does every year. But on Thursday week, the FIFA Women's World Cup and the Matildas kick off against Ireland at Acor Stadium. Thursday night, 8 o'clock, and they will attract 3 million viewers plus on Channel 7. 
At the same time, the Ashes fourth test is on in England. And you know what game the NRL is serving up? 16th versus 17th, St George Illawarra versus the West Tigers. Two hopelessly out-of-form NRL sides in Wollongong. They'll be flat out getting 8,000 people there. It'll be a tough night for the code. Although there is interest in the wooden spoon, I guess, with those two clubs playing each other. One supporter who probably wouldn't be there was a fellow who wandered in with a laser last night. What did you make of that, Buzz? Did you happen to see the game? And I tell you what, I'm all for passion. We mentioned it earlier with Ricky, Um, but sometimes it can go too far and there's no reason for anyone to get involved like that. Seriously, Ben, what sort of fool will go out and pay money to buy a laser torch and do something like that to game of football? You've got to pay to get in. You've got to pay to get your torch. You've got to get tiptoed out of the joint. Um, I think a legal use of a, of a laser can result in a police charge as well. Congratulations. The best thing, ACOR security was outstanding and removing the, uh, the fool straight away and didn't put Matty Burton off, did he? Very exciting night for the Bulldogs and he banged the goal over from out wide. But uh, you just don't want imbeciles like that fella going to any NRL game. Buzz, in your column this morning, you've linked the former Premier Dominic Perrottet with the West Tigers. Just explain that story. Yeah, an interesting one, Bulldog, because, look, the West Tigers, more than anything else, need a playmaker, don't they? You know, they've lost Luke Brooks and, you know, they're all over the shop with their recruitment. And Tim Sheens and Benji Marshall have been criticised, but the heat is really on their chairman, Lee Hadjipantalis, and their chief executive, Justin Pascoe, who have been there longer than Sheens and Benji and have, have overseen what has become a, a horrible mess. Dominic Perrottet was... Uh, lost the election in, uh, what, six months ago. He is an absolute West Tigers tragic. He goes to as many games as he can. He's got time on his hands now. To explain his passion, he once told me in 2005 when they won that comp, he was on a holiday in Europe with his mates. But when the West Tigers made the the grand final qualifier, he flew all the way back, left his mates just to watch them try to qualify and then win the grand final. Now, I'm not saying he should be chief executive officer, but I do think a man with his management skill, and look, there's talk of going to banking, media, law, I'd just like to see him involved with the West Tigers. I think they need every smart mind on board try to lift that club from the scrap heap that it is in right now. And, uh, yeah, they're my thoughts. Buzz, you've also written about Tina Turner's iconic rugby league music <coughs> and memories will be revived in a heartwarming grand final spectacular at a core study. And what's this all about? A oh, lovely story, Bulldog. Look, when I was in England uh, 2020, just prior to COVID getting out of hand, I watched... Tina the, Tina, the musical in London. It is the best musical show you will ever go and see. They're in Sydney now. They're packing out the Theatre Royal every night. But Andrew Abdo and his commercial and marketing team have come up with a great idea to take the cast of the show 
out to Acor Stadium on grand final night as the pre-match entertainment. It is 30 years since the late, great Tina played at the 1993 Broncos-Dragons grand final at Arlene's. And it would be a wonderful tribute to and revive memories of what the great rock and roll superstar did for rugby league to attract so many new people. I think it's a wonderful idea. And you know what? I'd go out there and pay and I'd watch it more interest than the, the actual game. I, I love her music. Buzz, you've also written about work will begin on the Panthers' new $309 million stadium at the end of next season. Run us through that. Yeah, isn't it? it's, it's a really good story. I was talking to Brian Fletcher during the week and his meeting with government officials over the next few days. What they originally... Uh, well, $309 million was originally budgeted for the, prog- for the project, but then they wanted to buy the trots track next door. They wanted to build a Combank-type stadium uh, on that spot. Would have cost five, $600 million. The new Premier, Chris Mims, has said, I will give you the 309 mil that was originally planned. What it means is they are going to get a major, major refurbish. They're going to get the best dressing rooms in town for men and women. They're going to have the best corporate facilities or certainly to match Alliance and to match Combank Stadium. Uh, they'll double the size of their chairman's club. Their members will have really good, comfortable undercover seats. And um, look, they've got to move out at the end of the 2024 season and they won't go back until 2026. So they'll play at Combank Stadium for that 12 months. So uh, it'll be a great thing. Uh, look, that Penrith side, they're an absolute powerhouse. That, you know, with that, not just winning NRLs and all those other grades they won last year. With this facility, they are also going to become a commercial powerhouse. And there'll be no stopping them. They, they could go on for 10, 20 years as up there with the top clubs in rugby league. And that should be the aim of all their rivals in the competition. Benny, what do you call a bloke that sort of sort of come in but chose not to and got no doctor's certificate? Probably, you know, you and I are sitting here, short, a man. I wouldn't mind quoting Ricky Stewart right about now. Yeah. From a, yeah. yeah. Any yeah. guilt, Phil, about letting us down or are you okay? No, no guilt whatsoever. Look, <laughs> I didn't think so. <laughs> my, my problem is Ben has got, not you, Ben has got such a silky voice. He is a really good operator. And look, I don't like saying this, but Ray Thomas is under a bit of pressure now. <laughs> but really? I didn't want to sound lousy next to such a pro, right. such a silky you must want something, Phil. And I'll, Sorry? You must want something. I'll find out what it is once we're off air. Uh, thanks very much, mate, and hopefully we'll see you next week. See you, boys. Thanks, Cheers Buzz. Now.